Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream. This is AfterBuzz TV for American Horror Story. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest American Horror Story news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues, it's After Buzz TV for American Horror Story. All right. <laughs> Welcome to After Buzz TV for American Horror Story, our finale episode entitled Afterbirth. <laughs> I am Billy Nellis, or otherwise known as Ben, ben Harmon, <laughs> the worst therapist in the world. Here to preside over this group therapy session. I am joined, as always, by Constance <laughs> Langdon, David Schifoletti. What up? What up? I'm a pretty <laughs> lady. Can, can we take a moment just to describe for all of our listeners what David is wearing tonight? Yes. David, David Schifoletti is I, modeling uh, the latest in Kaftan Couture. <laughs> Um, it's a powder blue caftan like or choir up. robe. We're not sure. Only to be adorned by various <laughs> strings of pearls. And the greatest updo. Um, Styled by Sydney DeBear. Yes. Since. And uh, two strands of pearls. Yes. His blonde hair cascading down his chiseled facial structure. If you don't watch this live, <laughs> or if you don't watch it on AfterBuzz.com, yes. then you should definitely. If you're, if you're listening via iTunes, please search for Check the it out just yeah. for that. Right. Just yeah. for my own. Awesome look of the week. Across from us at the table, we have Stephanie Chaplick dressed as the lovely Violet. I'm too hip to. Yeah. Yeah. You're just missing a cigarette. That's the only thing you're really missing. Fake cigarette. Both cigarette <laughs> in my hand. <laughs> and next to her, Deidre Bahar dressed as. Old Moira. Old Moira. <laughs> That's right. And oh. hey, joining hey. us joining us via satellite way over on the couch. <laughs> in space. No, I'm Our in special space. guest. <laughs> Our special guest, Sydney Tabair, as the dueling Moira. Yes. Young um, Moira. The young, seductive. And don't forget the twins, the demon right. babies. And we have yeah. the demon twins, the feed bears. My boyfriends over yes. here. Yeah. <laughs> demon fetus one, demon fetus well, two. Well, we've gotten our introductions out of the way. Thank we've, goodness. We've gotten... The, that out of the way, we need to jump into what we just witnessed. We need to jump into afterbirth. What wow. we just watched. Ugh. Gross. Jump into afterbirth. Yes. Aren't you um, supposed to eat the afterbirth? It's it, really good for your skin. They eat the placenta. 
Is that that is Ew. the answer? Right? Are you yeah. serious? People do eat that. Yeah, I've I've heard that. It's, it's like apparently really high. Has, it's full in of nutrients. Vitamins. I don't care what it's and... high in, or if it gets me high, I'm not eating. All right. It's fine. Well, let's let's get right into to each it. Their own, because there is a lot to talk about. <laughs> there is a lot to ponder for what is to come. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is a lot. Yes. So we. Start this episode with a flashback to nine months prior. Mm-hmm. To, to everything. Right. When life was good. Right. Well, I don't think it was great. It wasn't, it, at that it, point, I mean, it wasn't great. It, it was really wasn't that great. It was, it was relative to it what it is now. better than dead. <laughs> yes. So, I suppose everything may be good. Yes. Um, in, I just had to let my comparison. <laughs> um, Okay, Constance. And we saw the conversation when Ben first introduced the House of Doom um, to to Vivian. Vivian was not having it. No, she Vivian like, wanted nothing to do with him. What? Well, yeah, I mean, thank you. My wig. You got a devil's up. peak. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> she wanted nothing to do with the relationship anymore. She was like, "I'm not moving to LA. I'm going to Florida. I'm going to be with my sister." Yeah, I'm done. She and would deal with it. If only she had, she would still be alive. Right? If only. We Is that why only. they showed us that? They yeah. wanted to basically be like, you really didn't know what you, you were, were doing. You were close. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was just. Out. I think it was just to to point out just how how tragic it was. Yeah. Like how yeah. many opportunities they had to avoid this. He was so drawn to that house too. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea he was so stoked on it prior to taking the tour. Well, think about it. You're you're moving cross country and you're you're a therapist and you want to like restart everything and you're not making a a lot of money you're leaving a teaching job and you need a new home and it's the house is the right price i mean yeah you definitely don't think that ghosts and demons are gonna take over you're like okay cool it's haunted yeah (laughs) (laughs) i mean that no that would be my first reaction i would be like okay they're definitely after watching this and i'm definitely gonna my my whole family's gonna get killed hey guys i have a caller on the line who would love to join in in your chat all right i would love to have them caller what's your name where are you from did you say katie from newport beach okay it's very we're, faint. We're having a little trouble hearing you. We're going to wait till little DJ Jesse Janity in the booth figures that out for us. So give us one second, okay, Katie? Okay, thank you. Oh, oh much there better. You are. There we go. There we go. Well, welcome, Katie. What's on your mind? Thank you. Well, I just want to say, first of all, I am so obsessed with the show and even more obsessed with the after show. I think you guys are so fun to watch. Oh, um, thank you. Especially fun tonight. I am loving this whole costume idea. And I was wondering. <laughs> How you guys decided who would be who? Is it like your favorite character? Who is your favorite character? Well, kidding. Well, Katie, listen here, Katie. David's the most natural Constance. Yeah, it was an obvious choice. Clearly, right. I think David really identifies with a lot of the same uh, character traits that Constance has. (laughs) So it was it was just a natural. It was uh, just a great little segue into my (laughs) caftan. Blonde wigness. Yeah. Now, um, we, we knew that Stephanie Chappie was going to be Violet because in her own day-to-day life, this is sort of how she dresses. So that was another <laughs> natural choice. Yeah. It was easy to get this together. It was very easy. Um, to be completely honest, Sydney and I have a friend who had two French maid costumes <laughs> and it worked. So we went ahead and borrowed them. Thank you, Ashley Wasser, for yeah. letting us borrow your costumes. Shout out. And 
Deidre's obviously old Moira. I'm obviously old Moira because I'm a very old soul. Yeah. I'm very I'm very wise, as you can tell by listening to me and all my great insights. Um, and Sydney's obviously very youthful. So she's youthful Moira. Yeah. Um, and then Billy and I were texting earlier, and I was like, you should either be Ben or Tate. I was like, you know, I have a pretty weird beanie that has a weird skull on it, and you could be mass murderer Tate. And he literally wrote back... I'm going to be Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I could pull Ben off. I'm always sort of the ringleader the, the, of this group. And Ben. Yeah, he's the most dapper put together of <laughs> yes, us. So yeah. it was just natural. I take offense to that. <laughs> and and may, I, may I add, you are quite a Ben. You do him justice. You do. And Della McDermott is oh, not easy to replicate. Oh, oh, thank you. Thanks, thank Katie. You. you love the show, Katie? I'm a huge fan. I wasn't really... The first episode really scared me, but then I started watching it with some of my um, friends who are so obsessed with it, and I cannot stop watching. Oh, good. What did you think of tonight's episode? All the lights on, it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Have you watched tonight yet? No, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. I'm waiting for all my friends to actually come over. We're having a little finale party. Oh, a little I want to make sure, because I always try to call in, and it's always so busy, but I'm so happy I got in tonight. Well, I'm, we're glad you called, but I want you to turn us off because I don't want to ruin anything <laughs> yes. for you. So once we hang up, turn us off. And then you, find us on iTunes and tomorrow. And later because yeah. I don't want to ruin any of tonight's episode for you. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for taking my call, and I can't wait for the next season so I can watch you guys, too. Yay! Yay. Thank you. Thank Have you. a great night. Enjoy the show. Thanks. Bye. 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 All right. Well, I feel like we should wait like a beat so she can turn off her browser. Yeah. I don't want to ruin anything for her. Yeah. my wig off. I'm getting very hot. Katie, you get five, four, <laughs> three, two, one. Okay. All right. Aww. So now you just look like a priest with pearls. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting very hot, and there's I'm plastic sure. hair everywhere. <laughs> that was a very expensive wig you're wearing. All right. All right. No lace. Let's front, get back to it. Let's jump in. So yes. we were talking about, you know, we saw the Viv had wanted nothing to do with this. She really did not want to go. Um, she had no real desire to to be with Ben any longer. She was going to go to Florida. This thing we've heard all yeah. all season long. My sister in Florida. My sister in Florida. And she was mm-hmm. she's been trying to get there as hard as she can. And it just it never, never worked out. We've never her. seen the sister. We've Florida. never met the no. sister. No. no, who never showed up like she was supposed to in this episode as Ben thought she was coming as well. Um, we find out also early on that Constance has been caring for the one baby who made it out alive. Um, in his grief, Ben sort of let her take care of him. Um, we are shown. And he goes... I mean, I don't think he really had a choice. He was so distraught over his wife dying and then finding out his daughter's a ghost and, like, who the hell, like how do you even handle any of that? And the woman's just <laughs> there. Right. And she walked out with the baby, so it's just sort of like, you know Which, what? Which, thank goodness she did. Right. Yeah. So we see that well, she has the baby and, and he comes back and he's, you know, ready to, to, <laughs> to take the baby back. And he wants her... Him, excuse me. He wants the baby back with him. And we, you know, we think that he's going to get out of there. Um, and first we see, you know, he, he's he's saying you're the baby and he says, this, none of this was your fault. None of this was your fault. And he leaves the baby upstairs and he goes and he's in the kitchen and very meticulously laying every single key and card and phone number. It's like one of those things that they always talk about. People who commit suicide always get their ducks in a row before they 
commit the act. Right. And sort of let let well, everything... Well, they don't want any questions to be left. Right. And so they he, like, laid out his life insurance plans. He put all the keys, the code for the alarm system, and... Right. And we, we knew that the sister was coming, and this was his plan. Right. That the sister was going to be on her way to, to save the baby, rescue the baby, and he was going to kill himself to be with... Um, to be with, with, with the rest of his family and also to get the baby out of there. Also, it was interesting in this in this first part, we learned a little bit more into how the ghosts in the house work. As he first arrives back with the baby, we see Violet, um, excuse me, Vivian in the kitchen with Moira. And as he comes in, she says, you, he can't see you unless you want him to. Because she freaked out and was right. going to hide. And we see these really great shots of him walking in and they're there and then they're not and then they're there again. And they did some really cool cinematography with that mm-hmm. to sort of show to us how that was happening and what was really occurring in that kitchen. So we finally got some more answers. And like what has been happening throughout the entire season. Right. Without unbeknownst to us. A lot of questions were answered in this final episode. Yeah. Which... Thank goodness. <laughs> right. And, you know, I think that, you know, we were sort of sitting there as we were watching this, and um, I'm sure that there were a lot of people who were wondering what was going on. There was so much being answered that it was sort of like what was left. But I can't help but feel like it's the better alternative to having nothing answered. Yeah. And, yeah. And just left to drag on. At the very least, we really got an answer to everything tonight. Everything. To any question that you've had throughout the season was answered in tonight's episode. Right. Which I think is is great because so so very rarely does that happen on television. Yeah. Yeah, And usually you're left, especially with the season finale and a show like this, you're usually left with a cliffhanger to want to come back and watch next season. And in this, everything, all the stories were ended. And there still also was a relative cliffhanger as well. Something to... Is technically the only thing that we still want to find out about Constance's fourth child? And whatever this new this and whatever's scene. going on with this new baby, Michael. Mm-hmm. Michael. I mean, they have to have so many secrets and plans lined up. I mean, you don't just answer everything in this and then like, oh, what are we gonna do? You know? Oh yeah. So I'm sure they have like a million things planned out. They're gonna start asking us questions that we don't even know that we're gonna want to know yet. Right. Yeah. So speaking about questions, yes. uh, we have another fan who has a question of their own. Awesome. Carly, you're on the line. What's your name? Where are you from? Hey, Billy, this is Tierney um, from L.A. You tweeted me to call in. Hi, Tierney. So what did you think? Tierney works at Ian Line. Oh, cool. She was tweeting about the show, and I got her to to call in and give her thoughts. So what did you think of tonight's episode? (laughs) Lay it on us. Well, we in the office got it yesterday, and we were waiting all day, like, harassing the people at FX. Like, we need the screener. We need it. I was kind of looked down after watching it. I don't know. I think I expected more answers. Oh, like really? have you guys liked all the answers? I didn't really like. I thought that nothing was really explained about the house. Right. Okay, I can see like, that. Like the true, like I what the, the house power of the character. is. Right. And we didn't really learn anything about it. Like why people who want babies are attracted to it. It seems like the real estate agent baby was attracting people to that house for it. And I don't know. We just didn't get any answers, which I was kind of annoyed about with that. Right. I could see that. That is definitely an area that no answer really was. Given or was even addressed. I I completely agree with you because all they talk about is these, you know, unforeseen forces and capabilities that the house has, yet that was not explored at all in this episode. Um, I would have liked to have seen more of a concrete approach to answering that question. What do you guys want? Like somebody put a spell on it. Yeah. Something like that. Some sort of a back a back lineage as to how this house. The only thing that I can counter argue to that is in the episode when they finally explain what Charles Montgomery did in the basement. I sort of felt as what 
opened the evil up into that house. That's how I felt as well. Earlier on in the season when they explained what he, I think it was at the midpoint (laughs) of the season, they let us in to know what he had been doing previously and I think that's sort of what just like sparked the evil energy to keeping them there. As opposed to, we also did get um, a fan mail letter (coughs) that we'll read later on the air that explains that only ghosts that have unfinished business stay, stay on this plane, whether it's the house or their own unfinished business, keeping them there, that might also help to explain why nothing was divulged about the home, because it might just be the spirits staying on their own accord. Well, someone, one of our readers said that they thought when the demon baby, Michael now, um, <laughs> left the house that the ghost would be released because all the bad energy would have been in that child. Oh. And so they thought maybe the ghost would be let out for that reason. So I thought they were going to get rid of some of the ghosts, maybe, or even give an option of, on how to get rid of them. Right. I was I hoping the for cast that too. Was leaving. Right. What I've, what I've been, I mean, there's so many options of what they're going to do, and and if, and when <laughs> we talked about last week, where we kind of thought maybe this would become an anthology series and this story would kind of end. I don't think that's going to happen now the way they've left it, but I do sort of see an opportunity in season two to these ghosts who are sort of at peace, like the Harmons are. To now their new struggle is to find a way to get out of this house yeah, and to yeah. find a way to move on. And that could set up the the new driving conflict of the, the entire season next season, which I think could be, a po- I mean, a, a strong story possibility whether Ryan Murphy's going to do that. I don't know. Maybe I'll send him an idea and get some credit <laughs> for it. I mean, maybe, maybe that's the ultimate mystery is the mystery of the house. Why is the house that way? Why can't you leave? Or, you know, those are those are the enormous questions. We got all the little qu- direct questions answered. Right. With, you know, Tate and just all those different things, but maybe that's their waiting. Yeah. That's what they build up to ultimately. Right. The big deal. The right. I just don't want to have know. to personally, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just don't want to uh-huh. have to like sit through another season of watching another family or like another no, like, group like of that. people like discovering what's happening in the house. Well, agreed. And and I I we had talked about that last week and as I was literally driving over here I was thinking to myself about that and like what they would do if they continued it. And I sort of feel like a new family could come in but not even be the main characters and we really right. wouldn't even have to watch that happen. There's so many things they could do with just keeping the story censored on the ghost world that it's just like, oh yeah, there's people walking around but we don't really do anything with them anymore. Right, sort of like the others. The others, or like Beetlejuice, but less so than Beetlejuice, whereas they're not trying to get rid of them, they just don't really care about the people being there. Tierney, did anything else stand out to you about the episode, whether you liked it or didn't Um, like it? I mean, I actually really did enjoy it as an episode and I kind of liked it coming full circle with Ben thinking the house would be the couple's salvation, and it actually was. In a sense, right. in a warped mm-hmm. way, they actually did find their salvation and happiness within their yeah. family. Right. But Look at you, I think I just expected circle. so much from the episode before it, which is batshit crazy. I don't know if you <laughs> want to curse, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I did like it. I think my expectations were a little too high. I think everybody was. Yeah. I was with you. Yeah. Yeah. Especially we were after all the. I was shocked. When, when Ben died, we literally, all of us in the room could go, no. First yeah, there's no nice way. Working, like, we. So that I, I'll give them that. None of us were expecting what they brought with that episode. So I mean, on the creativity aspect, I well, I, was I think with I it. sort of expected Ben to die, but I didn't expect him to die like ten minutes into the episode, <laughs> right? At all. I thought he was gonna have to make more choices. I didn't yeah. think it was gonna be forced on him like Hayden's gonna murder you. Right. Fun. <laughs> yeah, I definitely expected to to see some sort of a struggle carried out, like. 
I'm alive, but my wife and my daughter are dead. Like, I, I definitely expected to see more of that sort of a dynamic. But literally, what was it? Seven minutes in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> crazy, that, crazy psycho hated. <laughs> yeah, that struggle <laughs> happened. But then he made that decision. But, I mean, he, like, didn't get out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. All right. Anything, any, any other thoughts, Tierney, you've got for us? Um, that's about it. I mean, Constance's fourth child is like my main concern for season two. Right. right. That's about it. Um, I think that it is the evil demon that lives in the basement. The one that Tate originally scared no. this girl from school. No, that's, no that's, that's, um, Nora. that's Nora's that's son. That's Nora's son. Frankenstein. Oh, baby. when did we learn that? Um, A long time ago, girl. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I have a crazy conscience theory. I think Ooh. apparently there's like a medical thing where if you have twins and one dies, the personality can go over to the other. And I think Tate might have two personalities. You think? Oh. I don't know. That's, that he might have two personalities because he had a twin that died. Oh. That would that's, you know what? And that's totally plausible because that would explain why he's half mass murderer, half like romantic. Yeah. I see huh. what you're saying. I mean... Yeah, that's like my crazy theory. I don't wow. think it's right at all. Oh my gosh. But, well, you know. <laughs> well, I that does not seem like something or it does seem like something that Ryan Murphy would totally integrate into the show. Definitely. The crazier it is, the more yeah. he, chance he it's gonna seems be to show. like to look up rare disorders and use them. And yeah. <laughs> or he just so knows be... them like I do. Oh, sorry. Right. You <laughs> He's and just Ryan smart Murphy like that. The same. <laughs> all right, Tierney. Well, thank you for calling right. and sharing with us. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank talking to you. Yeah. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, so as we did see, we before we took the phone call, we were you know talking about Ben, and we we did see Ben get murdered, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. which I I like we talked about. I was it was bold. It was I think I we expected him to die. I we did, did expect that. I didn't expect it to come when it did, and how it did, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's what for the writers and the producers of such like a hit show and like this. Like crazy roller coaster ride this, that they and it's, and it's sort of on like the cultural zeitgeist to then sort right of to do then that. just kill all mm-hmm. your main characters off in the first season is so ballsy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's just like they can shocking. I As mean, they that, can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. As that was happening though, I was like, "Where's Violet? Where's like, where's anyone to say that?" I was so him. convinced he was not dying that soon on. I was so convinced he wasn't, and then like the baby was gonna ma- make it out, which it did eventually, but like. I just my mind was blown. Yeah, I was. I was. That was the one thing. I was like, why aren't they at least there, sort of trying to stop it or something? Whether it just happened yeah. so fast that they couldn't, or, or give me what? something. I know. I mean, maybe that's to be addressed and mm. could be in season two. Could be a seat of conflict between them. Why didn't you come try and help me when I was mm-hmm. being murdered? He doesn't seem to mind. Mind though. It, I mean, I think he's with was- them happy. And I think that might be why it didn't matter because essentially they got to be together. Right. And, I mean, yeah. that was what he wanted and this he didn't wasn't, have the courage it to wasn't do it himself. his choice that he ended his own life for this baby's sake. But. Right. Some demon seed. <clears throat> right. Mm-hmm. And then so immediately we see Marcy f- get into it, get into business working her weirdo magic. There's and, something uh, up with that yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. She knows something. She's in on something. It's just bizarre. Right. Whoever brought that up, you're, you nailed it. She knows more. She knows there's something else going on. And we've been on. talking about that since, like, the first yeah. episode, yep. I think. We've we been have. wondering. Ryan Murphy's hinted at that. There's got And what's interesting, though, is there was an interview with Ryan Murphy that we, we read um, in one of our shows where he said that he loves the character, but every week he's been waiting to kill her, but he just likes writing for her so much she hasn't, <laughs> which then makes me think that she doesn't hold very much into the storyline, right. or else why would she always be, like, on the cusp of death? 
Um, yeah, but they could, his, he could easily mind. change that because right. she's so insignificant at this point in time. And they kind of made her creepy in this episode, like with the dog and trying uh-huh. like, I feel like he could easily change his mind and, and come up with some yeah. sort of a backstory for right. her. Right, no, definitely they could, but I just felt like all season long we were like, maybe she does mean more, but I don't think of this season she did. Right. In this season, I don't think she There was enough room for her to mean anything cards, more. Yeah. I mean, there was so much that it was like... But they, I think that at this point... Don't put more space. on there. <laughs> don't put any more on there At for this me. point, though, they sort of set her up to be a, a larger character for season two if they do right. continue with the same home and the same definitely. characters. Right, and she is, I mean, that actress is sort of a... She's a relative name, which is why I felt like she would be something more. Because Christine right. Esterbrook isn't like just some random mm-hmm. person no. who you hired to fill like a bit role. She's right. like a Broadway like superstar, like right. she's a name. Um, but so we do see the new couple move in. This the Ramoses. Um, is that that was their that name? That was their name. I did not catch yeah, it. That was their Shout name. out to Ryan Murphy for bringing in the uh, Latino flavor. Right. All about that. Deidre always appreciates um, a good. Always flavor. appreciate. Always appreciative of that. And <laughs> immediately. Ben and Ben and Viv know that they need to do something. That this house is going to do what it did to it's them, and they can't sit back and watch that. Well, it especially blows my mind that everyone gets in that house and has baby fever. Like you have a grown. Well, you have to think yeah. about it. They moved in, and their son, Carlos, was his name. I don't remember. I don't. Know. Who cares? Gabe. Gabe. Thank you, <laughs> yeah. Carlos. His name was Juan. <laughs> don't, don't discriminate. Yeah. There. Don't just throw out a Carlos. It was totally Gabe. Someone was Carlos. I think the husband. Maybe the husband. Maybe the husband. Carlos. Okay. okay. Anyway. Carlos was said. There we go. We'll give <laughs> there you we that. go. Um, they move into the house. Their son, Gabe, was the same age as Violet. Violet. Right. There's a lot of parallels between There's, the two families. Except right. one's Latin. And what in the son was. In <laughs> I mean, the thank you for pointing that out. No right. problem. What I think was interesting was it did sort of bookend the season. We yeah. went it like we talked about bringing the Hyman family full circle into finding their happiness, bringing them back. This sort of bookended it. it this brought them to that by yep. having this family come in that mm-hmm. paralleled them so closely, mm-hmm. and they realized what they needed to do to protect these people from this and to protect any future prospective right. buyers of the home. Right. They're like the the extra security. They're the Caspers. I have to say, that was the my favorite part of the entire show. They're, like, they're, they're the haunted act, house. It was, it, it reminded me of literally, like, they were putting on a haunted house for little kids on Halloween. Yeah. yeah. They were having so, uh, you, they were having but so much terrifying. fun with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Horrifying. Horrifying. Scarring. But it was really haunted well done house. and Those they were, people, it was like, funny. That family's like we'll in padded recover. cells. Like, I know. <laughs> never recover from Rocking this. back and forth eating applesauce because they can't <laughs> handle anything anymore. I mean, yeah. how could you, would you be able to, Handle no. like I don't know what I would do. How broken I would be after watching. I would people be addicted to Ambien. Well, wouldn't you have run um, out of the house a lot sooner? Like I feel like it took them a long time to get out of there. Gabe couldn't get out of his room because of Tate. The woman was she was fighting off Ben in the rubber suit. Finally came downstairs. The husband was like in a trance. He was in like his fugue. They tried. State. They were they were trying to get out. I Which, know, but then they they stopped and watched the Ben and Vivian show. <laughs> okay, Vivian like cut Ben in half. He ben shot her. He had a gun. Whatever. I guess I'm being harsh because I'm privy to the information and they're not. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I if mean, you're if is... standing there in your <laughs> night, And you're also probably, like, stunned to hell and you can't even really move. Yeah. You're right. Like, what you're, to do? You're, you're in shock. shock. So yeah. that's what I was going to say was you can't move. Like, if this is happening in front of me, I don't think I'd be like... I would I, be, like, I on the floor, hope, maybe. I'd hope I'd run. He stabbed, but, like, she stabbed him from Like, chest ripped him apart. Down. Like, yes. He gutted him. It reminds me of, like, the first navel. Guys, the, 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 your viewers are blowing us up right now. We have, oh, we again, another caller. Terrific. Yes. You're on Amazing. the line. What's your name? Where are you from? Hi, this is Max from Florida. Oh, oh my God. God. 
We love you, Max. Hi. Hi. How are you guys? Good. How are you? How are you? I'm great. Oh my god, tonight's episode was crazy. So crazy. crazy. Unreal. What was your favorite or most mind-blowing aspect of the episode? Well, I don't know if this moment would be exactly mind-blowing, but I definitely like felt emotional when um, Vivian asked Moira to be the baby's godmother. I definitely thought that was like really amazing. I don't know. I just really liked that part. It was a very tender it moment. Was, it was because so nice, I've always rooted for Moira. Moira, yeah. for some reason, mm-hmm. I've like had this really insane connection to that character because I just feel so bad for her and I like Frances Conroy so much, I think. <laughs> but so to see her sort of get that redemption and have a family because she never got to have one and now she's sort of getting that with the Harmons, it did really sort of touch me I loved well. her. Like, exactly. what, was, what was her quote? Like, I would have been a good mother had I not been such, such a, a tramp. tramp. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's so hard. Oh my God. She's a and I thought it was just nice that there's always so much discord and like animosity in that house. It was nice to see a friendly completely genuine relationship formed between exactly. Vivian and old Moira. Like, yeah. no, I definitely what, could see them being besties. Yes, they, <laughs> totally they are. Besties. And I think at this point we can just call her Moira because I don't think that young Moira will come out because she doesn't need so. to be seen anymore. She doesn't right. need to. She, yeah, she'll be happy. Yeah, because with Constance, every scene with her, it's like, you know there's ulterior motives, you're trying to figure it out, and that was very genuine, mm-hmm. you know, Vivian truly, and Vivian feel, feels bad for her as well, so, yeah, I really liked it. I feel like they've had a connection for a while, and that just really, like, yeah. Solidified it. Right, yeah. well, well, Moira was the first person to sort of help, want to enlighten Vivian on what was going on around her, mm-hmm. so there yeah. is that sort of kinship, because she recognizes that she tried to save her, even though ultimately she couldn't. Right. It was a little late for that, but... Right. Well, it was a little out of her control, I think. True. Moira's control. Right. She did as much as she could exactly. when it's exactly. called for it. Exactly. Anything else, Max? Well, I, I don't know about any of you guys, but, I mean, throughout the whole episode, I was kind of, like, pining for the whole, like, Vivian-Hayden cat fight. I was just, like, <laughs> I really wanted it. I want someone to take Hayden out. She, exactly. like... She needs to be smacked upside the head. Yeah, there needs okay. to be a throwdown. A Viv throwdown would, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. definitely needs to get punched. Like, yeah. it, was, it was great when Constance's boyfriend slit her throat to get yes. the away from her. But I, I too, I, I was hoping for an opportunity for Constance to, or excuse me, for Vivian to just rip her apart, whether figuratively or literally, I would <laughs> have settled for either. Yeah. But at the end of the day, but Constance, or Vivian has got her man. Yeah. She, yeah. She's, she has everything she wants. <laughs> she came out on top. At the end of the day. Faux show. Like they're I, both dead. I was saying, Vivian was so peaceful dead. She was living the dream. She loves it. She's happy. She's yeah. got a baby. And she's, she's got her cello. cello. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, she's, she almost had like an ethereal glow about her. Like when she first yeah. talked to Ben, she was just like honestly glowing. Everything was blurry but her to Ben. They, it was very symbolic, I thought, the way that they shot it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and I think a lot of that is going to filter into um, the predictions section of what we're going to talk about tonight. How certain ghosts are very, very happy and certain ghosts mm-hmm. literally want to commit suicide. If well, figuratively. You, know, <laughs> you talked about that last week and I think that I, I uh, that's what I want to think at this point is that if you had like a loving like entrance into the afterlife, like... You, you are peaceful. Exactly. And I mean, obviously Ben didn't have the most, but he had his family there on the other side. But Vivian's wasn't a loving entrance. She but, died giving birth. But Violet was there True. telling her, it's okay, let I go. I know, but I'm just, that's probably... 
that's what made her at peace. That's but they're, they're still stuck week. there. Right. They still obviously haven't. But that's why business. she's not. She's not like an angry, violent right, ghost. Right. Mm-hmm. Because she was able to pass with somebody who loved her, taking mm-hmm. care of her. But yeah, I loved how saucy Hayden was for like the longest time. I don't know why. Obviously, like you're meant to hate her, but something about <laughs> me really liked her. But of now course. that now that Vivian's on the other side, I'm like, go away. I'm over you. Get out of here. Well, yeah, like they're all dead. Stop tormenting their family. Like, leave them alone. Yeah, exactly. Go try to go steal a baby from someone else. Okay. <laughs> right. Please never say go steal a baby again. <laughs> oh my god, no. Hayden annoyed the shit out of me. Like, I can't even believe like half the stuff that she did and just like things that she would say. I'm just like, can you just like leave already? Like, no one wants you around anymore. Like, can you yeah. go? Yeah. yeah, she's becoming increasingly more aggravating with every episode. Exactly. She killed her off the property. I still live for her. No Larry in this episode. Well, Larry's gone. He's in he's prison. In I know. I know yeah, he's, he's in jail, prison. but we were... As, he wanted as, him via satellite. I wanted him via satellite <laughs> or, I mean, I don't know. They did a really good job of integrating a lot of the characters. Like, even the two twin boys were in this. The nurse mm-hmm. in the bathtub was they, in this. They were all, they were they were all, all in the last there. one, too, though. They did yeah. a good job in the last one. The and, twin and, boys and crashed Larry, the car. When Larry was shipped off to prison, Ryan Murphy did say this is his last episode. That's the last you'll see of Larry. Okay, that was well, the end of his story. I count on Ryan Murphy to always prove me wrong. <laughs> Okay. I don't know how that would have even fit in. It there wouldn't have fit in. Because he's not dead. Incorrect. He, there right. would have been no way for him right. to be He's dead. doing he was, time in Iowa. He was mentioned yeah. by Tate when he said that he burned him. Yeah. Yeah. That's but true. He was not yeah. pictured. Do you think that they're going to bring more, um, maybe this is predictions, but do you think they're going to bring more dead families and more stories are going to come about? Like more, there are more dead people living in there that like we don't more know about histories yet? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I feel like there has to be just by sheer, like, the reality of it but there's already there was an article on on vulture new york magazine's um, pop culture blog that there they counted there are 24 ghosts living mm. in the Harmon house I not counting ben we're now up to 25 so i mean that's a lot of yeah. a lot of characters to already be taken care of like yeah. i think yeah. we could live with what we've yeah. got and have a fully fleshed out show for like a yeah. good while yeah you want to get into topic number three max we still, we've got anything else Max. for us, Max? <laughs> Are you still there? Are you still there, Max? Um, well, other than the fact that, you know, I just really am curious to see where the show goes at this point. I mean, I, I would like them to focus more on um, the ghost aspect, but I mean, if they were to bring another family in, I don't know if I'd, how I'd feel about that, because it just it seems so much about like, the Harmon show, that if it, they were to bring someone else in, it would kind of feel weird. Right, and Agreed. we've all sort of voiced that, and I do think there is a way to do it, um, where obviously the house has to be sold and there has to be inhabitants, but I don't think that they need to become as focal a point as the Harmons were this season. Um, but you can still have people living there. I yeah. think there is a way to do it, and I think they can find it if they if they try hard enough. They'll, they'll figure it because out. Because I drove over here listening to Florence and the Machine, and she gave yeah. me like three ideas. So <laughs> Ryan Murphy gets Whoa, paid lots of money. Well, her Dying songs are all about ghosts. Yeah. So I was just listening, and it made me think of things. But if I could think of that, Ryan Murphy can sure. Yeah. Put something together. Put some stuff yeah. together. I mean, it's supernatural. They can think of whatever they yeah. want. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for calling in, Max. Yay. All right. Thank bye, you. guys. Bye. 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 Great to hear from you. All right. Pretty so, Little Liars. January 2nd. <laughs> so Quick little shout out. We, we saw them scare this new family away. They've got rid of them, and they sort of realize that this is what they need to do at this point. They, they're, they're going to become the protectors of the living in this house, I think, is what they... Yeah, in essence, that's exactly what they've become. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
they know that they are the only ones who can, and they're the well, only they're the only ones who, who are, want to. are willing who to do it. And yeah. Ben Ben made a statement at the end. He said, "She said, you know, some other Vivian said some other poor family is just going to move in here." And he said, "Yeah, now we know what to do. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they know they're exactly just going to perfect their horror show, their little game. Yeah, right. and, it, it, and they should really do it earlier on before the family goes into escrow and starts moving <laughs> stuff in, right? Yeah, that well, would only be polite. But save, I mean, save them a move in. <laughs> save them like, but the, there does, but the there fees. exactly what you said. Like there does need." to be somebody living in that house just for Here's realistic the, otherwise they'll tear it down if it's yeah. just an, an empty right I mean the only other thing right. that I mean this is That's totally true. for predictions but Constance could always find a way to wiggle herself I mean Constance has been wanting to move back into that house for so long but now that she has the kid that she doesn't want in the home yeah I mean, I think we should jump. I'm pretty right sure this into... demon fetus can yeah. fend for himself. Right. <laughs> Constance, <laughs> give you a word. What's so, what's so well, interesting clearly. is we saw that you know the we have a three-year time jump now, mm-hmm. and sort of the coda to this episode is this three-year time jump. We see Constance going to get her hair done, mm-hmm. and she gives her SAG award-worthy, Golden Globe-worthy mm-hmm. speech yeah. oh, um, about how all of her trials and tribulations have led her to this culminating. Um, experience that she was meant to raise this child from her distant cousins from some far off made up from family. From the DeLong Pre family. <laughs> right. I definitely caught that. Of course. <laughs> and, and so she tells this whole story about this, you know, the son that she has. She goes home and she calls out for the nanny and she sees blood, follows this horrific trail of blood um, up into the baby's room. David knew the second he saw the blood. The second I saw the blood on the fridge, I was like, that baby's killing people Omen already. Omen status. Yeah. yeah. And the, the nanny's dead and the baby is sitting in the rocking chair. Laughing. <laughs> 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 like, has blood okay, on it wasn't hands. a monkey, Billy. That was pretty dead on because that's how freaky I thought that thing was. Um, and we see. And, and that I was mean, an enormous nanny. How did he take her down? He's got the demon in him. A butter knife. Oh, okay. Oh, the ever powerful butter knife. His yes. talons. Yes. Yeah. His talons. <laughs> there was no weapon, so who the hell knows how he, he like, killed her? Bit I mean, her apart. And it's oh very my possible. God. It's very possible that remember that they told us that the child of a spirit and a living person is is this is the is the spawn of, the world. of Yeah, spawn. he could have so ripped her. He apart. could have literally ripped her apart with his hands or his teeth. I mean. For all we know. Yeah. Right. It's kind of like what he did to Vivian when he was born. Exactly. He ate his way out. Ate his way out. Um, but I, I want to ask you guys, a, I mean, we see, we sort of end with watching Constance sort of take this in. I mean, what did that look, I mean, there was genuine terror, but I think there was definitely something else. She gave a kiss, though, there. too. It I was don't literally think like, she what was am I going to do with you? Uh-huh. She seemed very well, sort of like. <laughs> I, she was kind of cool with it. Yeah. I, I feel okay. like she kind of. Knew this knew. was coming. I think she was. She's she fully knew. expected it. Yeah. This is why she hasn't had her hair done in three years because she can't leave him alone. Yeah. Because every time she does, he kills somebody. Uh, I I feel like this is the first time it's happened though. You think that every she hasn't gotten it done in three years? Well, I feel like she probably hasn't thinking. hasn't left probably, him in probably, three years. Probably like the fear of that. Like he hasn't actually killed anyone before. I mean, she I would, yeah, she seemed keen. she seemed like she knew it he was must have given some sort of sign, and her he face was it was literally like something. a what am I gonna do with you? Right, not like you're terrifying. Right. And Let's you're also a demon. just understand that this is Tate's son, who's also like crazy pants, a sociopath. Yeah. yeah, but but this child is supernatural. That's what 
is the main like right. Tate's so Tate's he has mental craziness infiltrated yeah. into the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's all. But he has there. the power to who do who, who knows, knows what. what. The end of the world is a coming. Yeah, it's the end. He was so cute too. The little <laughs> actor that they cast, such a he cute. Was. And he it was, makes it even scarier that he's cute. Uh huh. He's like so yeah. right. He's like he, he's looking. exactly like Tate. Is he is like the perfect like the good looking perfection, yes. but like mentally just unstable. Definitely. Um, do we have time to jump to commercial dice, or do you want us to just power through? It's the sign of a serial killer. Okay. All right, we're, we're not going <laughs> to jump to commercial, so we were we able to pull up some of the fan we received? No, I don't yeah. know how to work oh, this here. thing. I can pull okay. it up for you. <laughs> Our good we, friend in the Philippines sent a very yes, lovely piece of mail. We've gotten some great letters oh, yeah. from you guys. Oh, Thank actually, you so much for writing into us week after week. We love Phil it. Phil actually you. forwarded me one just right now. Oh, do you I care can... to read it? Mersey? Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Hey guys, I love the podcast and I love listening to you guys. I have a feeling that whatever reason Tate shoot up, shot up the school is very important and I don't think it's just because of the drugs or wanted to piss off Constance or anything like that. I feel like it's something way more. And I feel very important and I feel it's very important because they emphasize too much on it. I mean, too many people have asked him why he did it and he never answers. So I think that's very important. Also, I don't know if you guys noticed, but in Halloween part two, one of the dead breakfast club ghosts said, you asked me if I believed if I believed in God. I said yes. And then you shot me. But we obviously know from the flashbacks that Tate doesn't say anything. Thoughts? Also, the fact that when Violet looks for info on the massacre, the articles say killers, as in more than one. I don't, I don't, but I feel that we haven't seen the whole story just yet of what happened that night, dot, dot, dot. Thanks. Hmm. You know, when that episode, when the Halloween episode part two aired, and then they showed us the the actual. actually killing people, I actually did, that did cross my mind. I just think it was something that, they might have overlooked, or maybe it's something that the person was thinking in their head. Right. I mean, it's just, and, you know, it's one of those things that you have to, to let go, like, right. in terms of that, because you... There's just so much There's other. so much so much other things that are, so many other things that are so much more important than, like, why he didn't ask the goth girl if he believed in God. And they, they, but they, they, did make a, they did make a big point to, like, have the goth girl say, <coughs> you asked me if I believed in God, and I said yes, and you shot me, and it's not even something I believe. Right. They didn't make a point. I think that that, I mean, what that said to me in in that episode, it seemed actually not as important to me. It just sort of seemed to speak to how, um, how, how there was no reason, rhyme or reason to what he was doing. Right. And I think that's what that was sort of illustrating, that he was just nuts. And I think that the, the reason that we've been hearing about this so much um, is because of Tate's unwillingness to admit to what he had done. Right. I don't think that the act itself what the act was, was that stands significant? for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think what it was is what we saw in tonight's episode, how tonight with Ben, it was, I think, the first time that Tate has ever said aloud what he did. Right. And it was sort of, he needed to um, take responsibility, and that was the first time he ever had. And I think that, that why, that's why we've been, he's been confronted with it so much, because that was his arc. That was what he needed to do, right. was to accept responsibility. That's what we've seen everybody has been needing to do that. We saw Larry needed to do it. That's been an overarching theme of this series was people accepting responsibility for the wrongs they've committed in the world. Right. And I think that that's... And that was even alluded to tonight. Constance right. told Ben he was finally taking accountability for his sins. Right. That's That was... Is, over and over has been sort of like the thesis of this show is people right. um, accepting responsibility for the, the horrors they have committed mm-hmm. in the world, how whether small or large. Um, so I think that that's 
to me, is more of why that was brought up rather than there was any sort of larger significance to the event that day in 1994. Mm. That's what I took from it. I agree with you. I, yeah, I agree with that. But thank you for writing in. Yes, thank you. Do we think there were multiple murderers? Multiple mm. murderers, no. I no. think that they were assuming there might have been because they when, didn't know who the murderer was when they yeah. wrote the article. Right, when they okay. Wrote the article. So that explains that. Of so many or like deaths. when they wrote the article, they, they oh. made it a plural so that people wouldn't be afraid. I don't know. You know how newspapers are. Hmm? <laughs> well, we need to give a huge shout out to Larry in the Philippines. Yes, we who do. Who wrote a fantastic set of, like, I guess you could call them house rules. Yeah. Um, basically synthesizing how things work. And, right. and why and why not they happen. Um, do you want to just we can't skim? read the entire it's, it's really email, really long, but, but you we can give you guys it? the rules that he gave us. Yeah. Just read just, the, okay, the capitalized so, things. Rules one: Dead people don't know they're dead until they're made aware of it. Of course. Of course. Two: Dead people only see what they want to see. What does that mean? Finish that one. Oh, <laughs> that may be why some of the ghosts don't know if they're if the other inhabitants are ghosts or not. Again, Nora comes to mind. Three, dead people don't perceive time the same way the living do. Right. Which was evidenced by Which what Moira, Moira said. said it's just one long today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your existence is one long today. Four, dead people with unfinished business stick around till they're resolved. Right. Right. Why don't you read that one? Okay. It says, if you think about it, all of the ghost inhabitants have unresolved issues, which brings the whole idea of the house keeping them trapped in this plane of existence somewhat moot. Perhaps it's a chicken and egg situation. Is it really the house keeping them here, or is it their desire to be at peace? Moira's body being discovered, Tate's refusal to remember the mass murder he's committed. That's what's really keeping them in this house. Is their troubled souls feeding the house's energy, or is there a pre-existing dark energy that's keeping them from being free? Great points, wow. yeah. Larry. Really, great. really like the the sum of what I think. And then this he made he means. made the chicken yeah. and egg situation. Right. Yeah, he made predictions. One of them is the first baby might not have been stillborn, which we found out tonight yes. that it did give off a small cry before it passed. Mm-hmm. Then he said, like, new house, new family, but that's for a later discussion. Right. Yeah. Larry, thank you, awesome Larry. Email. Yeah. Thank you, Larry. Yeah. So much. And thank you to everyone else all season long who's written in. We've loved getting your letters, getting your tweets, getting everything. It's been it has amazing. been such a treat for us. Mm-hmm. Um, let's jump right into some predictions. What? Oh, so much. They didn't so. <laughs> Do we have the tag? No bumper. You were waiting for it. Give us a second. <laughs> yeah. And now. You're after Buzz TV. Prediction. <laughs> Gets me every time. All right. So there has been much debate, much discussion amongst the five of us, amongst, I think, a lot of people as to whether this story... it's like amongst all viewers of right, this show. Yeah. Whether this story is going to be continued in season two or whether we're going to get a brand new one. Um, the, I, go ahead. Throughout the entire episode, I thought we were getting a brand new one. Right. I did too until, until the very Until Demon. Exactly. I think we should go around the room and give what we would like to see for next season. Because I think otherwise we're all just going to be fighting over each other. Sure. We can start with the lovely Stephanie. (laughs) I don't want to start. It's too late. Okay. What I would like to see... um, I... I mean, I guess just what we've been talking about. I, I get, there does have to be a family, or else I, I want, I like kind of want more to go on with this house. But I do see what everyone else is saying. Like, how long can this go on? That whole family's dead. We need to, 
not move on, I guess. I do want to see how these ghosts are going to move on, if they're ever going to move on. I feel like some resolution came around with we we know Tate knew what he did. He finally admitted what he did. But and he just asked Ben if he could hang out. I know. He just want to hang. That's he just it. wanted to hang. <laughs> this demon fetus is going to freak me out. He it's just been, needs a chill, it's homie. Been, it's been three years. So somebody has to be living in that house if it's going right, to. Yeah, they didn't no show idea. anything with the house. So I think since. Constance hasn't moved. There must still be some of that family in there. That's all I can guess. Okay. Deirdre? Um, I mean, I'm just very emotionally attached to these characters. I think it would be really, really upsetting to the audience if we didn't get to continue seeing um, the Ben and Vivian relationship evolve. I, I would like to see what happens with Tate and Violet if there is maybe a future for them to be a little cute dead couple. Um... I really want to know a lot about Constance's fourth child and why it was never revealed this season. Um, is there anything else I really care about? Eh, I don't know. I'll let you know if I think of anything. But that's sort of it. I just really, really love the Harmon family. And I, I, you can integrate a new family, but don't block out the family that we, yeah. you know, grew to love over these past, you know, X amount of episodes. Twelve. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, David. Again. Um, my prediction for next season is that the story is going to shift focus and focus more on Constance and the baby and what's going on with him growing up as being half spirit, half human. And not to say that the other families, the, the other ghosts in the in the murder house aren't going to be focused on, but it's going the focus will just shift. Right. in the other direction and have Constance be more of a lead and the other characters be sort of a secondary secondary story. Right. Oh, that was the other thing that I was going to say. Sorry, the baby being born in that house. I want to know if that's going to have any effect on... Well, obviously, he's three years old. He's already a murderer. But um, <coughs> I, I would love to see what sort of an effect being born in that house could potentially have on that character. Right. Okay. Sydney? Um, well, I agree with Deej. Love the Harmons. I'm... I would be livid, actually, if it, they just went to a different... Obviously, they're not going to because it was a, kind of a cliffhanger with the baby and Constance. But I also I am ups, cannot get enough of Jessica Lange. I think she is the most incredible character on the show, and I can't Agreed. wait to see how she interacts with the baby. I think we have a lot to find out, like you said, about the baby and what it can do, what it's capable of, what it has to do with the connection to the house. Um, I think... They had a creepy moment with Kate and or Kate Mara and Tate or Hayden Tate. Um, yeah, what are, so distressed. What are they going to do? Are they going to yeah. team up and be an say. evil demon duo? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like she's going to try and get them on her side. Yeah, something. I think there's still a lot more to find out about Tate and really how crazy he is or anything. Any he kept saying there are more things. I'll tell you everything. So who knows? Maybe something secretive that will pop up later that he's done um and obviously jessica ling's fourth child we need to know who that is right and what's going on with them yeah and don't we want to see what passing on would look like that little picture of family perfection standing in front of the christmas tree i mean they looked so at ease yeah, and like you said before, said like t- the the cello and doing things. She had she she said in that pilot episode she hadn't played the cello in years, mm-hmm. kind of alluding, oh, I haven't been happy in years. Now she's finally playing the cello again, sort of like right. a moment of Very symbolism. Symbolic, yeah. yeah. So I would love to see yeah. the the Harmons pass on to a, a different life. Mm-hmm. Right. 
What do you think, Bill? I mean, the way I see it, there's, I think there's, there's three options that I, I could see working. And the first one I would see the continuation with focusing, like I said, on the ghosts and their their new quest is to find a way to pass on that they found peace, the, as in the Harmons finding peace, finding a way to get out of there and be somewhere else if there is somewhere else to go. Okay. And how that works. And following that, um, that would, of course, bring in someone new to the house. Obviously, we jumped ahead three years, so there's a lot of questions, something to fill in in that time. But I, I don't believe that by bringing somebody into the house that the show has to focus on those people, so I don't think that that's as big of a danger as we might have thought before yeah. by bringing them in. Um, the other option I see with continuation is definitely focusing, like you said, the shift to Jessica Lang and following the sun and, and sort of how that's a new American horror story following a demon child. <laughs> we talked We're about, following like the makings of a about, serial killer. Right, mm-hmm. We talked about the omen. We talked about these sorts of things and that could be, you know, we could move away from the haunted house trope and move to... The coming of the end of the world. Right, and then focus on that. Or the, I mean, the third thing, and I think I'm maybe one of the only people who would would not be as disappointed would be to have this become an anthology series and have each season be an entirely different trope because I think that it would be one of the boldest moves for somebody who has created something so zeitgeisty, something so popular to be like, we ended this for you. We gave you every answer we Mm -hmm. thought you needed. We put every character where they needed to be. We gave you a coda to see the sort of hell Constance is going to deal with as her punishment for what she has done. And we're moving on and we're going to tell you another story. I like that as a punishment. Like yeah. she thinks she has that to this, figure out what to do with this. This now. is what her well, life's been built for, up but to, this but it's is a not. punishment. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know, she gave her whole speech. It's what I I went through everything to have this kid, and now he just ripped somebody apart. You know, right. Deal with that, you crazy lady. And that's <laughs> that's where she's. I like left. that, but the end of Jessica Lang would devastate me. Right. I mean, it would be a hard pill to swallow, but I do think it would be brave. And I I just watching Ryan Murphy as a creator of television for his past three shows. He has a track record. Uh, a first season of a show being incredible and beyond that he doesn't seem to know how to continue things yeah it sort of falls off the map everything i mean we've seen glee has gone off the rails nip tuck was a horrid mess after its first season and popular got canceled before we could even see what happened so who oh, knows popular but, but he, he doesn't have the show. sort of greatest track record and so i do think that this would be a way to sort of avoid that to avoid just watching endless nothing because we like characters so much and being like you know what we got this great 12 episodes of really incredible stuff let's try let's do something else let's have 12 episodes of something i think you're gonna be in the minority of people i know that i will be and i usually i would be people get attached insanely happy and the normal i know but the normal viewer likes to get attached and likes to follow a story otherwise you're gonna go you're gonna watch a mini series you're gonna see a movie that could have been condensed into a movie but, if every single but I think that's I'm, sort of the idea that's the idea I mean I get that but each. I just think the masses uh, would be upset with that but, and then right. the masses love to complain five years down the road when the show doesn't mean anything right. then, and it's yeah. like pick your poison but well then I feel like people are fickle sometimes and you know like right now we say like oh yeah I would never watch it but if you Ben Harmon isn't in it you know what I guarantee you because I'm such a fan of the show I would tune into season two see and what if, they're gonna do and if yeah and if I liked the new horror element that they're integrating whether or not it involves a home right. or a spirit or something like that I would totally give it a chance because if um, you I mean you have these you know what they did with this you have to try that they could do it again with something right. else. With how genius this was, I right. mean, honestly, I'd watch it. Right. So I'd, I'd give it a good, there's, like, there's half plenty a of options, and I'm so Agreed. excited to see whatever road they take, and I have a feeling we'll all Me be back too. here when it starts. Oh, I yeah. think we'll be back here sooner rather than later. Well, for did a you guys, story. Did you guys discuss yeah. uh, Jessica Lange's 
SAG and Golden Globe we nominations did. last week. Okay, we yeah, did. like honestly, so well deserved. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Definitely. We and the show. Be rooting for her the show is nominated itself. at the Globes too. Yes. So exciting. We're very excited. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for thank for tuning you. in with us every week. Thank you, Billy, for always being a wonderful. Yes, thank you for yes. being wonderful and dissecting this show in here. ways we'd never be able to. <laughs> <laughs> Find all of us on Twitter. We'll be back in the new year on all of our other shows that we host. Yeah. And we will be back probably in the second half of 2012 when American Horror Story returns. Yes. From everybody at After Buzz TV, everyone here with me, thank you guys so much and have a great night. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.